Divine Connections Magazine. Get major exposure for your business. Is someone looking for your service? Do you need networking? Are you a gospel artist or a ministry? Do you have a major event that you want to promote? Divine Connections Magazine has the solution for you. We can distribute to residents, businesses, churches, and online. Don't miss this opportunity to expand your marketing locally and around the world. Find out more about us at DivineConnectionsMagazine.com. Get your spot in the next issue of Divine Connections Magazine by emailing us for details at DivineConnectionsMagazine at gmail.com. Make sure to like us on Facebook at Divine Connections Marketing. Follow us on Instagram at Divine Connections. Let's get it started now. Hope all is well with you. Divine Connection is a magazine that comes out quarterly, and we network with different businesses, entrepreneurs, pastors, and gospel artists, great people that's making it happen. So this is March, and our magazine came out in March because it runs for three months. So make sure you get your copy at divineconnectionsmagazine.com forward slash subscription. And then if you're interested in being in the next issue, make you connect with me and so we can highlight you as a business owner or a pastor or ministry and the great things that you're doing in the community. Next on Divine Connection News, we have our Divine Connection event that is going to be September the 11th in the Burlington area. So I am looking for vendors. So you have vendor opportunity. The date is September 11th. So if you are a vendor, you're interested in finding out more about the event, please let me know. All right, our next news of business is we create and do 30-second and 60-second commercials for businesses, ministries, authors, and gospel artists. So if you are in need for a 30-second commercial, make sure you contact me and let me know. The email is at the bottom. All right, and so our next big thing is we're looking for sponsors. I have just a couple more spots. Um, for the show, if you want a 30-second commercial play during my show to give you more exposure, please inbox me. Uh, we do a three-month uh, three agreement so we can get your business out there and share it with the masses. Our next big news is our campaign for our mothers. We know in May, Mother's Day is coming, and I want to take the time out just to honor mothers. My goal is to do 100, honor 100 mothers and in order to get that, you will go to that link, 
you would send me a picture and a paragraph of why your mom is the best mom ever and why she is your divine connections and divine connections is going to put a package together for only dollars and if you're interested want her to be in the magazine and just show her off and share with everyone how your mom is the best mom ever please make sure to stop by go to that link or email me for more details and we'll go from there. The next news is Divine Connection is looking for business owners. If you have a business that provides services or um, services or products for mothers that will put a smile on a mother's face, we want you to be a part for only $25. I'm looking for sponsors to share in the gifting with mothers as well as be in the directory with Divine Connections and get exposure that way as well. So if you're interested in that, please send me an email or go to that link, bit.ly forward slash Mother's Day Sponsor. All right, and that's only $25. The next week news is, today is the last day, today's March 31st, the last day to vote. And I am honored to be a recipient of or nominated for the magazine of the year for Divine Connection and SM Award Gospel Awards. So go to the website smgospelawards.com and vote. You have to vote in every category in order for the vote to count. And when you get down to magazine of the year, make sure you click on Divine Connections. And I greatly, greatly appreciate that. So we get ready to share with you our guests. And I'm so excited. She's preparing her PowerPoint right now. And we're going to share with you just a little bit from Miss Douglas. How are you? I am great. Thank you. How are you today? Doing well, doing well. And just in case you didn't know, we just had her brother, Mr. Walker, on the line earlier. And we are for, we are excited to have connected with them as well. And so we're going to share just some information about Miss um, CPA. She's a CPA, so she knows a lot about taxes and getting your business together and making it happen. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So we're going to see if we can bring the PowerPoint up. Okay. And see if we can get the information up. Okay, it should be there. I'm waiting for it. Well, meanwhile, go ahead and share a little bit about who you are, and then we'll see if we can bring it up. So introduce yourself. Hi, my name is Sadia Douglas. Um, I am a CPA. I'm also a business owner. I own Prosperity Financial Services. Um, we are a business that takes care of all of your tax needs, whether it is working with the IRS, filing your taxes, maybe you're a couple years behind. Um, and even if you want to create your business, we are here to help you do that. Whether it's an LLC, an mm -hmm. S Corp, a nonprofit, um, we're able to partner with you to mm -hmm. make sure all of your paperwork is submitted properly and you're able to focus on your mission and vision. Awesome, awesome. So tell us um, a little bit of background about your specialty and how, what's the difference between a CPA and an accountant? You know, that is a very good question. A lot of times, you know, you might wonder, 
you know, who do I call for which type of service? And so as a CPA, you know that I have actually gone to school, that I am a person who has the credentials, the background to be able to um, answer your questions. So I graduated at the top of my class from the University of Richmond, where I went on scholarship. Yay. Um, my mother did not have those type of pockets. Um, so I went on scholarship there and um, I was a single mom and I was able to graduate at the top of my class, you know, president of the honor society for the business school the year I graduated. Um, and it's interesting because as a CPA, you focus on the background. You, everyone has the same basis, right? Uh -huh. And then you start developing your specialties. So I came out of school and I started doing auditing, which gave me excellent background. Uh -huh. um, and it made it so that when I went to take the CPA test that I already had experience, right? Uh -huh. When I was in school, I did bookkeeping, I did taxes. So I was able to already, you know, be kind of leaps and bounds ahead. Right. So not only did I go and get my CPA, um, certified public accountants license, but I also received my MBA. Uh -huh. And so I went to VCU for my MBA for my master's, specialized in accounting. Yeah. Um, so definitely a local girl here. And, <laughs> and um, one of the things that mm -hmm. I love is that as a professional, I'm able to do prepare your taxes, help mm -hmm. you with your businesses. You know, a lot of times you may be in debt yourself, whether it's with the IRS or someone else. And I'm able to kind of help you with your budgeting, negotiate on your behalf. I love, mm -hmm. love, love the fact that um, I'm able to help people reach their own dreams and goals. Now, an accountant is someone who may specialize in their field. Uh -huh. They have not um, decided to go through the rigor of proving that you have that top-notch level right. that gives an assurance. Because as a CPA, not only am I required to take 40 um, continuing ed hours every year to make sure I stay current in my field, uh -huh. also I have an ethics class I have to take. And we have to be ethical. Right. One of the things that I love is accountability, ethics, um, and doing things correctly, you know. So I take pride in working with my clients. Um, sometimes I might, <laughs> this one time I had a client who they had always filed, they were childhood sweethearts, got married, but had always filed as single people. They did not know that they were supposed to file married. Um, and so I helped them fix all of that. I'm like, oh, let's get you legal. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> let's bring you forward. So right. um, that's what I do when I meet with my clients. I try to meet you right where you are. You know, whatever I can help you with, that's what I'm going to help you with. Awesome. So if somebody's starting a business, what is the prep that they can do in order to get everything started? So they'll know that I guess every year when they do their taxes, they'll be ready for that. Right. So, you know, I'm speaking to that person who may be a sole proprietor or they're saying, I want to go into this candle making business and I want to sell on Etsy. And, you know, I have a vision. How do I do that? Mm -hmm. Well, the first thing I would do was talk about, OK, what type of business do you really want to form? Do you need protection 
from possible lawsuits. What if someone used your candle and it burns something? What if you're selling skin products and someone breaks out in a rash? Hair products, their hair fall out. Mm. You know, what if you're a barber and someone gets a, a skin infection and says it comes from you and decide to take you to small claims court? Um, so I look at all of those things of how can I limit your liability so there's a chance, if there's a remote chance that you're in a position where you might be sued, then, and it could be defamation of character, it could be anything, uh -huh. then I recommend that you be a limited liability corporation. And I actually set you up to become one. Um, you can do that. You can, if you have a partner, you can be a partnership. You can be what we call an S corp, which um, all of these three have different tax advantages. And it really depends on my client, like what my client's business is, what, you know, wheelhouse they're in to determine whether or not they should become an LLC. Um, and even if it's your first year, that doesn't mean that, hey, I don't need to be legal yet. I'm just getting started. Uh -huh. One of the things that a lot of people don't realize is they get to write off all of their startup costs. Right. And so not only are you paying for different things, you're buying what you may need, product, display cases, supplies, computers, programs. There's just a ton of money. Um, in addition to using your phone, you're using your internet at home. I mean, you're, you're driving your car. You're doing all these things that said that when I hear that, I hear you made money, but you also now get to write it off. When oh, you only pay tax on your net prop, um, your net profit, not the total of what you make. Mm. It's the total after expenses, after the legal expenses you can deduct, right? Uh -huh. So it's important. One of the things I do is kind of give an overview when I start working with a new client uh -huh. um, because knowledge is power, right? And right. so the more we know, the better we'll do. Um, and if you have someone you can come to to ask questions, that's what I'm here for all year long. Absolutely, absolutely. So how can you help a business to become more efficient or effective? Um, that's a great question. Um, a lot of times you start off and as you grow, you kind of adapt, you add this, you add that. It's not really planned growth. Uh -huh. planned growth is beneficial because you've already set up a plan for when you get to this point, you know what you're going to implement. So uh -huh. it's not ad hoc. It's not just, okay, let me throw this in and fit it in here. So right. I'll come back, I'll come in and talk to you about your business, talk about what your um, lines are that you offer, your services, your products, kind of look at your distribution, look at how you're marketing, look at your finances, and then explain and find ways that you can gain efficiency or savings. And a lot of times time savings and money savings go hand in hand. Mm. I also look at your pricing structure um, I get you to do it with me, something that's called, um, you know, tell me about your ultimate customer. What would that person look like to you? You know? Right. Um, and then I talk to my client about where do you think you'll be in one year, uh -huh. five years and 10 years? Right. You know, a lot of times we're in, we're just trying to get to that. Can I get one month? Can I get six months? Can I survive? Right. 
you know, and you're running, but you're not planning ahead. Right. And so I really um, help my clients start thinking about the future. And from the very beginning, we're working on your business plan, your strategic plan, planned growth, demographics. So as a CPA, it's much more than being an accountant um, that I'm able to do, you know, pay bills and um, work in an accounting office. I'm not a bookkeeper per se, because they will help you pay your bills. That's more what we call back office. Mm-hmm. But as a, prof- a person who provides professional services as a CPA, it deals with the pseudo legal side of what you're ne- you need to do, as well as the upper level monetary side. How can I help you make the most money paying as little taxes as legally possible, put you in the best position, right, and then give you the tools you need so you can grow? Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So what if um, a person get audited because anybody can be audited? I know I was audited um, right after the doggone pandemic (laughs) for the last three years. um, They just wanted some money. But anyway, um, I was able to uh, (laughs) I was able to have my um, accountant or, or my CPA to actually be my power of attorney. I had my receipts and everything. There was a certain way that you actually had to give it to them because I would have just gave them everything and let them look for themselves. Mm -hmm. Um, But there was was a certain way that he was telling me to organize everything and to send it to him. I had all my information, but, you know, he worked as my power of attorney. So give a little bit of that if somebody is. um, And I would say prepare for it. So when it gets here, because it's going to come, that you'll be prepared for it. So there are several things um, when it comes to audits, you know, you can be a person who have never done anything wrong and you're randomly picked for no reason whatsoever. Um, I will tell you that the federal government, the IRS had a division that looked at new business, small emerging business. Uh And so they used to try to audit a small percentage Now they've created a whole department to focus on us, right? (laughs) So their plan is to audit more as time goes on because Mm -hmm. they now recognize that we're starting to make good money. Mm -hmm. You know, they want to go where the money is. And so now they're seeing all these businesses being created, all these people trying to develop personal wealth, family wealth. So they want to come in and go, oh, do I have my proper piece of the pie? And so you, a lot more people will be selected. Um, it doesn't mean you've done anything wrong. The, like you said, be prepared. You're supposed to keep three years of your tax return or until you're audited. So the past three years or until you've been audited. Um, you know, I'm a little, you know, overkill because I have 10 years. Oh, yeah. Because I, I've heard of situations. Uh-huh. Um, when you take a look at Saad El Amin, who is, was really big here, and they tried to get him on tax evasion, you know, they didn't stop at three. They wanted to say, what happened from here? Um, yeah. And so for me as a business owner, and for you as a business owner, one, you have to recognize you are responsible for everything, your CPA, your accountant down the road, your cousin who does your taxes, 
um, what you can follow by doing it yourself and using YouTube, you are responsible for every mistake that is made. It is not the fault of the person who prepares your taxes uh -huh. because you're supposed to review your taxes and you sign off saying, yes, it's correct. And you might say, that's not fair. <laughs> well, we look at it as though you're the one who should know your situation better. My job is to ask the right questions. Now I do, I'm, I'm going to tell you an instance this year. Um, I had a client this year who I have a checklist that I send off along with my engagement letter and my checklist asks, it's four pages. Uh -huh. Tell me about this. Do you have this, this? I mean, it's very detailed. We go through, I prepare their taxes all along. I'm pulling, pulling, pulling this, 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 please send me these things. And then I do what I call a checkup. Right mm -hmm. before I hit submit, I send my client a question to confirm certain things. Just mm -hmm. things that kind of hit my spirit, things that, you know, hmm, let me just confirm that in writing, right? I did that as per standard. And they said, well, oh, well, I do have, um, we took some money out. Oh, so you do have a 1099. Okay, can you send that to me? How much is it for? Oh, $32,000. <laughs> that does change your tax situation quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. Well, and so my next question is, did you happen to pay taxes on it while you pulled it out? Because if you did, it's, it's better for you. You should always pay your taxes when you pull money out of your retirement fund. Um, when you're cashing in stocks, you always need to pay your taxes. There is no reason that you should not pay your taxes because believe me, you don't want that shock when you go to get your taxes done. It hurts your heart to see you owe money. And when you start owing double digits, mm. you know, it's scary, right? Right. So wait, let me ask you a question right there. How much should you put to the side for taxes? If you do the annual or quarterly, how much should you put to the side of your business for taxes? So it depends on how much you earn. It depends on how much you can write off. So everyone is typically a little different. I would say in total, you need to make sure you're putting away 10 to 12% simply because you will um, want to pay estimated taxes throughout the year if you don't have a regular nine to five job. And I can explain why that is. Okay. Um, you're, at your job, you get them to automatically take taxes out. Mm -hmm. You can have them pull money that is helping you with your business so you don't have to make quarterly payments. Mm -hmm. You said, okay, pull an extra two or 300 out every check for me. That's your estimated payment. Mm -hmm. So you, you don't have to worry about missing the deadline to pay estimated taxes, right? right. Um, and so if you put that money away and let's say you get down to it and you've done really well you've made money uh -huh. so you have that money to the side but then you still need to pay for your cpa to do your taxes uh -huh. and so the more businesses you have the more complicated your returns are the more expensive they can be so your your um you know college students run right around 150 they are the ones who might have just had three or four jobs might have driven for uber um, they don't recognize that they actually have a business when they drive for Uber. I love explaining that. I'm like, what? You're an entrepreneur now. You know? Let me tell you all you can do as an entrepreneur. 
um, especially we have all these ride shares and delivery services. Uh-huh. Those are all now entrepreneurs. Absolutely. And so um, one of the benefits to that is, you know, you, your tax situation can definitely improve. So it can go from about 150. And if you have a partnership, um, a partnership LLC that needs K-1 statements, I mean, you could be at eight, nine hundred dollars. Um, you can be an S corp and a corporation. I mean, now you're getting into for corporations thousands of dollars to do your taxes. They're very complex. Um, and so I tell my all of my clients when I have a new client come on, I give them an estimate of how much time I think it'll take and what their cost will be. And I give them a range. If it's it doesn't require as much work as potentially it could have, they're at the bottom of that range. Uh-huh. Um, so it's you know, as a CPA, it's based on my hourly rate of you know, how much time did it take me? Did you give me a shoebox full of receipts? <laughs> oh, see, I can't charge you the same as I would as a person who handed me a spreadsheet and said, I have all of my documentation. If you'd like to see it, it's all here, but I've totaled it myself. Uh-huh. So that person pays less because they they kind of were their own bookkeeper. Uh-huh. But that person who gives me a bundle of receipts, and say, this is 2017, 2018, 2019, oh, and 2020, uh-huh. you know, because I'm, I'm a few years behind. Well, they end up paying for that service. And so all of it is, is service-based and time-based. Awesome. I know some things that I did, you know, over time, because you learn, I was using my personal and my business and interacting with, in both of them. And so this year, um, I think in the year before I started focusing on, okay, business account is business account. So yes. tax time comes, everything is on your business account is business and you're not going in and out of your personal. But I had to do mm-hmm. that over time because oh, I did yes. oh, yes. time um, and then, you know, going back and forth. And then the other thing that I learned, actually I had a um, tax person before my tax person now and when I finally got to him, he was looking at my last year taxes or the, you know, the, ta- the year of the tax year before. Yeah. And see some things on there that the tax person that was before him did incorrectly, yeah. as if I did my own taxes. And, um, you know, and so it's like little things you have to look at. And if you don't know, just, you know, follow up with somebody that you can trust, um, that you know that has the right answer. So, you know, I'm glad I transitioned my person and now, uh, you know, I'm definitely comfortable with this person doing my taxes and he gives me insight. But, you know, just keep your eye on it because, you know, there's a lot of people out there that say they know what they're doing. Oh. And, you know, if something went wrong, they would have came back to me versus the person that did my taxes. So if you want exactly. to. It's so important to use a professional that signs off um, on their returns that they prepare for you. Because if there's a question the IRS can ask us about it, ultimately you're still at fault if anything goes wrong. But we have a level of accountability. Right. Now, if the people who prepare your taxes don't sign off, those are your 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 bookkeepers, your friends. You know, they know that they're not ultimately responsible. Mm-hmm. And it's funny you should mention your checking account because you and I talked about this a month or two ago about how important it is to keep your business money separate. I don't right. care if you made a hundred dollars. 
Once you keep your money separate, if you're ever audited, the IRS cannot go into your personal account and count that as money for your business because they will. Mm. They'll ask you, what did you get this deposit for? You're like, that was three years ago. I'm not sure. Business. Okay. What did you get this money from? So they're going to look at all that money you had coming in. And if it's not from your job or a documented source of, you know, of money, then they will say, well, you intermingled your funds all the time. So I have to count this as business income. Mm. So that's why you don't want to mix your business and your personal. And with us having Venmo, Cash App, Zelle, I tell everyone, have all of those methods available for your customers. Point them all to your business account. Right. Okay? If you're going to use them with a customer, point them to your business account. Now, I'm with a credit union, and I cannot have Zelle point to my business account. And there are lots of people who are in that same boat. Uh-huh. Zelle will not operate in your business account. So therefore, that becomes my personal use. I know that that's hitting my personal account. So when I send my daughter money, uh-huh. you know, or you need to send the grandchild money, you know you can use that one app that you're not using for business purposes that will become your personal app that you can use. Got you. And so, uh, mm-hmm. um, do you want to play the uh, PowerPoint while we're finishing up so they can see that as well? I'll try to do it on my side. Because, okay, awesome. Um, just hold on for a second if I can get it up. And then, there we go. And then okay, you can do the same. And then you can talk through it. Okay. Let me take this off. Okay. All right, give me one second. And let's go. Okay. All right, you want to talk through it? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you should be seeing my screen now. Mm-hmm. Um so one of the business, one of the good things I like to explain as well about um, having your own business and keeping your money straight is have that one card that you always use just for your business. You have your business um, debit card, but you also, if you have a charge card, have only that one charge card that you use for business. That's just a, a really good piece of advice. Um, as you can see from my screen here, I have um, I'm able to help you with your taxes, with if you're getting garnished um, by the IRS, if you are behind in filing your taxes, I'm able to take care of that. And also, if you have not received your first and or your second stimulus, give me a call, 804-349-8600, um, because I can make sure you receive that money if it's due based on your 2020 taxes. Hmm. It's very important that you receive that money and it's available to you. So give me a call, 804-349-8600, and I can help you with that. Um, now, there, there are the, the fact that you have, right now, everyone received their third, their, their third um, stimulus. And with the third stimulus, if we file your taxes in time, you will receive that money. However, if you don't file your taxes, you have to wait till next tax year 
to get that money. Yes. And if you owe, if you owe the IRS, if you try to collect your stimulus through your tax return, they will take your money to go towards your balance. So you, that's why you want to receive it the way it's being given out now. Right. So that they won't take it from you. Um, as I, when I started, I talked about my experience. I've been in the business over 22 years. Um, have tons of experience. I have tons of um, um, resources where if you have a, a certain issue, I can definitely help you with it, talk you through it. Um, one of the things, services that I offer um, is financial coaching. And so I'm able to help you learn to budget, help you um, get on track. So you'll have money set aside for emergencies. You'll have money set aside for helping others. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it could be you want different pots of money, right? Right. And so if you have a, a, set, a, a pot set aside for your emergency, how much should you have in that? Three to six months. Mm -hmm. Those people who went into the into the pandemic, you're living paycheck to paycheck. You had a problem immediately. You had a problem, right? Right. Because what else were you going to be able to do if you didn't have a source of funds? And so, um, if you had three to six months set aside, you were doing better. But it has lasted over a year. Yeah. And so your, your goal as an entrepreneur, the way that you build wealth and that you change your wealth format is to put money aside. So you want to have a year's money put to the side. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. And some go, I can't even save enough for groceries for next month. True. But if you work with me, I bet I can show you where you have some opportunities to potentially save money. And I love what I call the snowball effect. After I help you pay one bill, you don't get to keep that money and go, oh, girl, I'm done. I go, oh, no, we're going to snowball that into another bill. That's right. That's right. And so I look at your interest rates and your balances due in order to determine how we're going to help you with that budget plan. My um, customers have been very successful with this plan. Um, one of my favorite, favorite customers who um, I work with for budgeting She's a shopaholic girl. <laughs> she loves her shoes, her doggies, you know, and um, not only does she pamper her puppies, but she loves to shop. Uh -huh. And so now she knows this is the amount I can have to shop. Uh -huh. That's it. You hey. know, and if we take a trip that month, I can't use my money for shopping and a trip. <laughs> so um, it's just having someone to help you be accountable to make the right decisions. Absolutely. So leave us with the word of encouragement. Her contact information is at the bottom. We have about one more minute. So just leave us with the word of encouragement. Um, I would encourage everyone to take a look at your financial situation. We have all taken a hit um, during 2020. Um, some of us were in a position to, to rebound a little better. And if you don't feel like you're in that position, give me a call. We can talk it through. I always say you should have multiple streams of income That's right. because if you lose your job, you simply ramp up your next stream of income. You know, some people say I have my hustle. That's not your hustle. That's a stream of income. And believe me, it will work for you. So I encourage everyone to think of what you can do to create a second stream of income for yourself. And I'll help you do that.
Absolutely, absolutely. This is Miss Douglas in the house, CPA. So excited to have her. Make sure you connect with her if you have any questions. Um, yes. so do you do any um, consultant just to kind of find out where you are? Okay. I do a free 30-minute consultation. You can ask me any question you want. Um, and I'll determine kind of what your help you determine what your needs are. So Prosperity Financial Services, give me a call, 804-349-8600. And my website is pfsurcpa.com. So give me a call for your free 30-minute consultation. And you can text me if you don't have time to call. Either way, I will be here to help you. So thank you so much for having me today. I love, love, love your show. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Awesome, awesome, awesome. You guys like and share great information from Ms. Douglas. We all need her if you're in business. Um, make sure you stay connected, stay in alignment, and go to the next next level and the next dimension. Right. So, Y'all go out to YouTube and go look at all those, um, the Divine Connections um, YouTube videos like I did to learn <laughs> about all of her past guests. So they're out there on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Yeah, thank you. I don't usually mention that, but if you have, if you have, want to see any other interviews that I have, just go to my YouTube channel. They're all there at the Divine Connections, and make sure you subscribe. Thank you, Miss Douglas, for being my guest today. I appreciate it. And thank you. You are very welcome. And this is Dolores Wheels with Divine Connections. Make sure you stay connected to the number one Divine Connector, which is Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you so much, and have a great day. Amen. Bye. Bye. Divine Connections Magazine. Get major exposure for your business. Is someone looking for your service? Do you need networking? Are you a gospel artist or a ministry? Do you have a major event that you want to promote? Divine Connections Magazine has the solution for you. We can distribute to residents, businesses, churches, and online. Don't miss this opportunity to expand your marketing locally and around the world. Find out more about us at DivineConnectionsMagazine.com. Get your spot in the next issue of Divine Connections Magazine by emailing us for details at DivineConnectionsMagazine at gmail.com. Make sure to like us on Facebook at Divine Connections Marketing. Follow us on Instagram at Divine Connections. Let's get it started now.